Welcome, everybody. We are back with another episode of the In the Bonus Podcast. I'm here with my boys. Um, we're excited that you guys are continuing to listen, continue to check in. Um, the feedback, the support we've been getting has been amazing across all platforms. And so, again, take a second to go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe. Give us five stars. Go to YouTube and subscribe. We're on Instagram and we're on Facebook. So there's no reason to not connect with us. We look forward to that going forward. Um, but before we get into basketball, how have you fellas been doing? What's been going on with y'all this week? Um, I've been good. I've been good. Go, go ahead, Nick. Yeah, we had a good weekend. My youngest uh, had his first birthday, so that was nice. You know, we got to eat cake, watch him smash it. And um, had another boy with me, so it was cool. Turn up. Happy birthday to Jace. Happy birthday for sure. Happy, happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Oh, you go ahead, Trey. Man, I was I, I got outdoors, man. I made sure I enjoyed myself. I went and played a, a round of, of disc golf, 18 holes. My back hurting a little now. How y'all like speaking of the way I'm sitting in this chair, I'm not gonna show the camera, but you know how you do the little fold your leg up over. I'm sitting like that because my back hurt right now. So I had a good weekend, but I'm a little sore. That's actually good therapy. I learned that at physical therapy doing um, sitting like that helps your back somehow. I don't know how it helps, but it does help. But my weekend went well. I ain't flexible uh, enough. Didn't do much. I just relaxed, chill with the family. Pretty much all I'm doing right now. What about you, Cool? Man, what I do this weekend? I've been busy, man. It's been a good, it's been fun launching and just getting a little technical stuff done and getting all the pages running. So, Excited about that. Um, so let's go ahead and jump into basketball. Um, I'm gonna throw a twist at y'all. So I know. Hey, hold on, before you start, man. Congrats on your other podcast as well. Make sure you mention that, man. Congrats on that. Oh yeah, yeah. Check out my other podcast. Just another podcast with Daryl and Will. It's on uh, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and all all that good stuff. Um, so stay connected with us. We got a lot of good stuff coming for y'all this this year for sure. Why you get so close to the mic when you said that, Dominic? I don't know, man. I'm still getting used to it, man. New to the podcast game, bro. <laughs> he was like, uh, yeah, yeah, y'all. Um, I'm bringing it, <laughs> bringing it DJ style right here. On <laughs> we, on we. Um, so before we go into our first topic, I, I kind of hit this on my other podcast too. But I wanted to get you guys' perspective on it. So we, we talk about James Harden being traded to the Nets and that being a really big deal. Um, so I want to get your, you guys' thoughts on general – um, just the concept of like pursuing happiness and should he stay? I know a lot of times in real life, we get stuck in situations where other people think we should stay, right? And you got to balance what people say, maybe your fans, your family, uh, your, the players on your team versus what you truly desire. Um, so have you guys ever had to make any hard decisions or how do you feel in general about his decision um, to move teams? I mean, honestly, uh I mean, he he mentions that he gave Houston all he had. So, I mean, if he really truly feel that way, I don't see anything wrong with him pursuing happiness and trying to become a champion. I mean, that's the biggest thing he's trying to do is become a champion. So, I have a problem with it. Yeah, I say, um, you know, with, with any kind of decisions I feel like I make, it's like people, not everybody not going to agree with what you do. You know what I'm saying? So... It's, it's up to you, like you were saying about chasing happiness. I feel like as long as it's a decision you want to make 
then you fine with it. Because imagine if you made a decision based on somebody else and you regret it. It's like I didn't even do what I wanted to do. And now I still regret it. But if you regret it or if it had just happened to be the wrong decision, at least you like it was one I wanted to make. I can live with that. I can learn from that. That's true. That's true. I concur. Um, I feel like, hey, bas- this is basketball. Basketball at the end of the day is a business. You trying to you have your own goals when you had a dream to go into the NBA and into the league. You shouldn't stick yourself to one place because everybody else thinks you should be there. If you want to go and chase a ring, all these other players are doing it. Go ahead and do what you got to do. Um, And so do do you guys think ultimately his decision was enough, right? So do do you guys think that the Nets have what it takes to compete? Um, Do they have the right makeup and are they really going to make any noise? They are a solid team. I mean, Come on, it's it's KD, it's Kyrie, you know, it's Harden. We know what all they can do individually, and it's just to make sure that they get that right formula in the good chemistry. Uh, I think if they can get that all together, then they can really pull out something big. Go ahead, Dominique. I feel like their biggest question is uh, defense. Um, I think I mentioned that on the last podcast. Defense is their biggest issue. I mean, they have Steve Nash as the first time head coach, Mike D'Antoni, that is not known for defense. Uh, I mean, they say defense win championships, so they can't figure out defense. I doubt they can win a championship. They might make it out of the East, but the Lakers mm-hmm. play defense, and I expect them to get out of the West, so they number have to figure out defense. defense. Number one in defense, too. Make sure you say that. I feel like uh, they – Talent, talent is definitely not a a question when it comes to them. They got a lot of firepower, but when you put a lot in one place, sometimes it can implode if if it's not stable. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm not just based. I'm not just basing this off of Kyrie and and the extra things that he brings, but even. You know, when you're trying to mix two, like, 40-point scores, because both of them legit, Harden and KD, can legit average 30 and they sleep. You know what I'm saying? So, it's – I feel like the talent is there, but it is, like, to win a chip, bro, and to make it through the NBA playoffs, you got to have, like, cohesiveness. You got to be on the same page. You got to have defense, like Dominique was saying. So, you know, they they bench is a little sus right now. Um and then defense as well. So, That's you know, I, with with those scores, the talent, like Dominique said, they might can make it out of the East. Um, personally, I don't, I don't think they're gonna make it out. But that might just be me hating too. But you know, we'll see. That that's true. Historically, they're all not known for their defense. The three of them. Facts. I mean, KD. I ain't KD can KD strap up better. a little bit. Yeah, strap up a little bit, but he's not. You know. Yeah. And it kind of reminds me of the last time. I don't know what made me think of this. The last time Brooklyn tried to have a a kind of like a big three. Do y'all remember <laughs> with like Paul Pierce? Who's on that team? Bro, it was Kevin Gordon, Kevin Gordon was the Nick, Celt- Williams. They tried to redo the uh the Celtics big three, bro. It was it was Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and then, and then yeah, they was adding those two to to Darren Williams, who was already on the Nets, bro. And they, they yeah. thought that was gonna work. I would. I forgot when did they did they lose in the first round or no? The second I round. I think they may have won the first round against. It was, for, it was a first or second. I think round they actually. won against the Washington or something like that. 
Yeah. But it's it's pretty hard to win your first year. I don't Miami didn't win their first year. If I don't recall, I don't I don't think Boston won their first year. I'm not hundred percent sure. It's pretty no, I hard. Think they did. No, they did. It was it kind of remind me of senior high when they kind of remind me of senior high when all those guys uh teamed up together. You guys remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. man. D train like, uh, and D train, TJ Walker. They already had Tayshawn, uh Billy from Southwest. Those Billy who don't know, that's Rocky Mount Senior High. Right, yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. they stole. I'm gonna be honest. They stole all the players from all the teams in in the conference, right? In the same <laughs> conference, right? They was all in the same conference. Now they won the same conference because like Southwest was like a D two. Uh, I'm not even sure, but they won their first year. They they, they won. Yeah. <laughs> so gotta give them respect. Shout out to to the Griffons, Rocky Mount Senior High, won the championship our senior year. Um, so big shout outs to them. Um, so I guess if we we're kind of talking about, I know there's some mixed opinions about will they even make it out of the East, but if they do, do you think there'll be a matchup problem at all for the Lakers or how do you guys see them matching up with the Lakers? That's tough. Uh, I think, I actually think it'd be a tough matchup for the Lakers. Mm. Um, but I feel like LeBron kind of always can cover up two uh, superstars he's playing against. You know what I'm saying? Like when they played the Warriors, I feel like LeBron counseled out Steph and Draymond. And then like whoever other superstars he have, like they take care of like Clay. As far as like just counseling players out and trying to win. Um, I feel like Kyrie Harden and KD, that's that's a tough matchup for the Lakers, man. So I'm I'm not hundred percent sure, but I do know the Lakers play defense. So I mean that might be the difference right there. And defense. they and they got help. Like I ain't so I feel like they'll definitely cause a matchup problem, you know, just Katie and Harden. Like, I mean, nobody can really check them, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yeah. when you talk about like a playoff series, if you heavily dependent on like two people, you don't know what can happen from game to game as far as like foul trouble. Right. You know, the, the benefit that the Lakers have is especially this year that they didn't even have last year was they got like six legit legit players that are scoring in double digits right now yeah. consistently. They can consistently depend on on those six guys to get buckets every night. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, the Brooklyn will have to have like a, a spotless run through a playoff through the playoffs and a playoff series to you know, the margin of, of, of mistakes is is much slimmer than than the Lakers. The Lakers got the benefit of of having a deep bench. Yeah. Do you, do you guys think uh, in general spacing will be an issue um, as far as the, the style of play that they three stars have? I feel like Kyrie and James Harden is known for iso ball. Of mm-hmm. course, uh, KD came from a system in Golden State that are moving around the whole time. So I think it's more so based on the coaching staff, uh, spreading out minutes, uh, not keeping all three of them on the court at the same time, as well as – making sure they have movement instead of just going down the court, dribble, 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 shoot. Like, at least have some movement on the backside to have the defense move around a little bit. I think that'll help. Uh, I think the fact that they're all scorers, um, they'll probably draw a good bit of the defense and leave somebody open off on, like, the wing or something. I feel like the benefit is, like – you know, it's kind of opposite with LeBron. Like when you trying to, when teams are trying to match up against LeBron, 
you don't want LeBron to get his teammates going. You know what I'm saying? I feel like with with scores like Harden and and KD, you want somebody else to beat you because them passing, they don't necessarily want to pass and you know them them not them racking up all them assists getting off their offensive game to start just cuz they like scores first will throw them off their game. You know LeBron yeah. LeBron is a, a pass first player so he thinks about getting his 20 like in the third and fourth. He wants to get his teammates going first so the the spacing I feel like I'm I'm gonna make somebody else hit shots. Like yeah, you come in the paint, we going we we're in help. You you going to have to kick it out. You going to have to kick it out. That's real. That's real. Um, but before we jump to the next question, uh, let's take a quick break and we'll be back in just a second. All right. Welcome back to the, End of the bonus podcast. We're excited to be back. Uh, we got Larry who just joined us. I'm Larry. Yeah. We did a little quick intro at the beginning. How's your week been, man? Weekend was decent. No, nothing too much. I don't do much. My home body for the most part. It was good. Nothing hey, man, bad. speak your, I turn your mic up a little bit. Kind of hard to hear you. Okay. It was good overall. Good, good, good. Um, so we just finished talking a little bit about uh, James Harden joining the Nets, and we talked about the Lakers. Um, and now I want to just shift to what James Harden left behind um, in Houston. And so there's a new a new group of players with John Wall, Oladipo, and Woods who are coming together. Um, so what are you guys' thoughts on on that team, and are are they in a stage where they can actually compete this season? I feel like uh, the biggest question for that team is Oladipo, Wall, and Cousins because they all coming off injuries. So mm-hmm. can they stay healthy for a full season is the biggest question for me. I feel like Woods is, like I said, one of the biggest uh, pickups over in the offseason. So uh, I feel like that's a great pickup. But then another question I have is why are they starting P.J. Tucker and Christian Woods? I feel like Cousins probably should be starting with uh, Woods. Um, but – I mean, they got a pretty pretty solid team. Their biggest problem is that they starting out they started out slow with all that James Harden commotion going on. But I feel like uh they can get back on track and maybe get like a seventh or eight seed, make it to like a play in game. That's the most I can see them doing this season. The Rockets are missing the playoffs this year, fellas. That is that's what's gonna happen. Um I agree. Uh, first off, I'm I'm hearing that Oladipo doesn't even want to be in Houston. He he still he still wants to get make his way to uh to Miami. So they mm. they in the the Houston has to work out that situation. But no, absolutely no disrespect. It's from the home team from Raleigh, my man John Wall. But that does this Houston team right now look much different from like peak years? in Washington and, and some and some of the talent that he has, I feel like it's they slightly better, but it's not enough to to make noise in the Western Conference. True, true. So you can't see him getting to a play in game at all? Like eight for nine seed? Eleven, ten maybe. Mm. Like right. low. And just to kind of tie this back into to our lives, so we actually had the opportunity to be playing basketball when John Wall was in high school. Do you, do you guys ever remember watching John Wall play? Yeah. Watch him all the time. One of the, the fastest. He's the most exciting uh, hoop mixtape player to this day. He probably still has the most views. 
you one know, of the fastest one of the fastest point guards I've seen go end to end in high school ever. <laughs> it was I was more like I don't want to say like scared, but like more intimidated by um by CJ Leslie back then when they was on that team, just cause I mean, like, of course, Wall was was like Dominique saying, like fast from end to end, dunking, but CJ Leslie was like like a hybrid player back then. Like the man was like 6'10 and still moved like a guard. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, if you mentioned other players on that team, I was more scared of Bishop Daniels <laughs> dunking on everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a very athletic team at yeah. word, word of God, bro. For real, for real. Um, and then this is a random side note. Did y'all see uh, Victor Oladipo and the Mad Singer? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He actually sounded pretty decent. Yeah. Bro, I think his name was like Thingamajig. Um, <laughs> so shout out to all the singing athletes out there listening to the podcast. Um, any of y'all boys sing at all? <laughs> no, I do my thing. Go ahead. A little bit. Go ahead. Like, go ahead and sing you, a little yeah. song. Nah, Just not, a little yeah, bit. not today, yeah, man. Yeah, you got to yeah. pay for that. You got to pay for that. But the so biggest the thing, but the biggest thing, man, we can get back to Houston, man. I feel like <laughs> they might not make it because it's a seventy-two game season, man. So maybe get out of here. You just said they would get would get a <laughs> yeah, I'm saying How do you go from from saying? Yeah, they but get I'm saying though. Think I mean thinking. I mean thinking about ten too. games. That's a big deal. So I mean that could be the reason why they no, don't make it. In. But I mean, I'm, I'm hoping for the best. I think they have a good chance of making seventh or eighth seed, or maybe okay. Ninth seed. That's all I'm asking is you keep that. Yeah. Energy. I don't be that. like they I mean, might I'm not that make energy, it. man. But I'm like, maybe those ten games might make a big mm. difference. But if they do make it, I told you. Of course, <laughs> most definitely. We're gonna come if they make this. it, I'm a root for them. Hey. If they make it, they're gonna lose to the Lakers in the first round. <laughs> yeah, they might win. Mm. That is true. I mm. have no issue with that. True. Uh, so I mean, a lot of people probably think they won't make it because they don't have like a phenomenal. <laughs> you know, or leading score in the league. So that kind of helps us transition to the next topic. Who do you guys see or who would be your top five scorers currently in the NBA? Ooh, this is going to be good right here. So who wants to go first? Who wants to go first? Larry, you should go first. Go ahead, man. Yeah, you got here. You got here late. Go ahead. Bradley Bill. Okay. Well, okay. Right, is this in this in order or is this just five in general? No, in no we, we don't got to go in order. Just oh, okay. All right. Uh, Katie, Steph, and mm. as of now, I, I feel like I'm in between with this decision, but no, no, I'm not. James Harden. <laughs> and last, I don't know, it's hard for the last one because I'm in between two people. I don't know, I'm going to just, I'm going to give it to, uh, I don't know. <laughs> It's a toss up. Between who? I'm gonna give you four. Oh, okay. So who so your four? So you said KD, Bill, Curry, and um who was the last person? Yeah, I'm about to be mad, but I'm gonna say it. I wanna put Brandon Brandon Ingram in there. Oh, he said uh, Harden. Harden was the last person. You said Brent, go ahead and make that yeah. your fifth then. Why? Hey, Why man, are you two five two on, man? But man, cut it, man. With it. man. You ain't rocking with it. You've been doing it. Hey, if you watch uh, most of the Pelican Pelican games, like he, you can 
see him transitioning into taking over that team as his own. That's his yeah. team. And like, I don't know. Maybe because mm-hmm. of the game I was just watching recently, maybe. Um, but they're, they're my choices. Not in that order, though. I mean, he get buckets, but you think he's an elite scorer? We talking about the top five best scores in the NBA yeah. currently means you're an elite scorer. You think Brandon Ingram is an elite scorer? I, I do. I, I don't. Whew. I mean, do you guys think I need to? He, he does everything the vets do. He knows how to draw fouls. He gets and ones. He does it. He's on the floor. He's grinding. He do it. You got to at least be like a three-level scorer, though. This man can't shoot threes. I'm not saying he can't oh. knock him down, but he's not a consistent three-point shooter. Ooh, I see oh, some disagreement yeah, from Dominique. Go ahead. We'll, I can't. We'll, he he he's a much improved three-point shooter. He's improved the, the last fact two that seasons. you got to say much improved. Everybody on my list ain't no question. <laughs> ain't no improved. improved. They get you, buckets man. from the three-point line. You saying I, I, you saying I, I, Brandon I Ingram? I respect it, but. You saying he ain't no killer from the three point line? Is what you saying? No, I'm saying he's not a consistent shooter from the three. He point probably shoot better from three from one than one of those guys you mentioned in that uh, category. But I mean, you could not be a great score. You could be a great scorer and not shoot threes, though, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's. True. I feel like Dwayne Wade. Dwayne like Wade was about, definitely all about buckets. At the end of I feel the like to be an elite score, especially right now, we talking about currently top five. You got to be a three level scorer, bro. Yeah, yeah I mean, every, everybody on my list is definitely a game recently. Can you shoot no three? No, I'm going to say my five ahead, scores, right. right? Harden, Devin Booker, Giannis. I'm going to say Curry and Bradley Beal. Giannis shouldn't even be in this conversation. No. Why not? Why? 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 He, he does one reason. thing. He just dumped. It don't matter. Giannis had 1,857 no, buckets. Uh, Trey, I agree with what you're saying, but I, I was just saying that Brandon Ingram can at least score from three, like all three. Bro, in terms of Brandon, volume, so Brandon, in terms Brandon of Ingram is a better scorer than, 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 than Giannis. So let, let me, yes. let me, yeah. let, let me yeah. interject real quick. So according to Google, a score is a person who scores goals, points, or et cetera. So we're we're not talking about top three point shooter. Right. We're not talking about two way players. We're not talking right. about post players. We're talking about flat out top five scores in the league. If the ball goes through the bucket, that's all that matters. If that man jumped from the three point line and slam on your head, it don't matter. He got the bucket. Yeah, that's wild that they say. Yeah, there's no way I'm putting him. The they're saying a man that averaged thirty four is not is not a better score than Brandon Ingram. That's wild right there. If if you if you taking out the three point conversation, I'm not I'm not gonna say gonna better score, but we're talking about pure score, bro. Exactly. Like, What's pure about Brandon Ingram? <laughs> I mean, Brandon Ingram's on my list. I wouldn't put him on my list at all. But I'm just saying he's a much improved three point shooter. That's all I was saying earlier. You want to go? For, you want to go? But next? you but you just said he's a better scorer than, than Giannis, though. Too, yes. Though. Yes. That's I would. I, at the end of the game, who would you get the ball to? Giannis. I'll I'll, I'll just wow. hope he get. Giannis can't even shoot free throws. How you get the ball? I hope he missed a dunk. At least I know he can stretch over everybody else. Giannis cannot shoot a free throw. Somebody, I'm going to foul him on purpose so he can shoot a free throw. He'll get the and one. He'll get the and one first, bro. That's wild. This man averaged 30. How you use he averaged 30 and 15 rebounds? I don't care what he averaged. What happens to him in the playoffs? Bro, we talking about scoring. Smack. I'm just saying, all right, but this energy that you giving Giannis, you need to give to Brandon Ingram. That's all I'm saying, because neither one so of them. So you rather really have Giannis? Okay, I'm, 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 I'm fine with that, okay, but I wouldn't, right. I wouldn't even put... Get closer to the mic, bro. 
Can I say this? Can I say one thing? I wouldn't even put Giannis in a scorer's category at all. Of course, he averaged a lot of points. That's fine. But a league scorer, he's not in that category. All right. So I think think we are infringing on another category. We are not talking about the five most clutch players in the NBA. Right, bro. They talking about buckets. Putting the ball in the bucket. This is about the top. Fives, who gets buckets, right? Hey, we can talk your, about your, clutch players list, on another day. Literally talking hear. about the quantity. Let me say this. Let buckets, me say this one thing for the Trago. quality of the bucket. Let me say this for Trago. If any of our audience that knows basketball, we say score. Who's a score? We're not putting Giannis in that category at all. Elite scores. Giannis is not that. That's like. That's Let us saying. know in you the comments, put... man. Y'all, Dominique is determined. Let us know in the comments what y'all think. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, say two, this: two-time MVP, 34 points a game. <laughs> is that not count as being a, a top score in the league? Let us know. He said, "Nah, he don't care. He don't care. Yeah, he <laughs> he don't care. It don't matter. <laughs> he said, nah, he ain't shooting threes or free throws. Oh well, bro. All right, Trey, who you got? All right, my list: KD. I got KD on the list. Mm. Bradley mm. Beal. Bradley Bill, that man averaging 30. That's three uh, people. I got Steph Curry. I got Luca. Okay. And you ready for the last one? <laughs> I, I would, I would, the ball, if you if Dominique, if you want to get into clutch too, I would put the ball in this man's hand this season before I put it <laughs> in Brandon Ingram's hands. Yeah. And the last person on my list is that guy out of Chicago. Zach Levine. Mm. Bro, you know what's crazy? We got, uh, I think we had the same exact list, bro. What's your five again? Say it again. Katie, Bill, Curry, Luca, and Levine. Only person I don't have is Luca. I got Zach Levine, Devin Booker, Katie, Bradley Bill. Devin over Luca. Okay. And Stephen Curry. Only problem that I have with Donkage is that his usage rate is so high. So that's what makes him score a lot of points. I don't think he's like an elite scorer. He just be but, having the ball the whole game. Yeah, he just had a ball the whole game. I can mm-hmm. I can agree with that, but yeah, bro. Levine. Zach Levine is a bucket though. Like he's so underrated. He's probably the most underrated scorer in the league, but he can score from any part of the floor. Very much. And so. with his range and his athleticism, he's scary, bro. If he gets out no, of no, Chicago, he's, he's gonna make some noise for a big for a good team. Bro, get him Shout to LA, out. man. Get him to Brandon LA Ingram, right now. Brandon Ingram, the most underrated scorer in the league. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna read off I'm gonna read off real quick just for some stats purposes who are actually leading and scoring right now in the league. So I'm gonna read off the top ten. Should I start at ten or start at one? Start at ten. Ten. All right. So number ten is Giannis. Uh, How much? He's currently averaging twenty six point six points per game. Buckets. Uh, Number nine is CJ McCollum. So CJ McCollum from the Portland Trail Blazers, really 26.7. Uh, number eight, Jason Tatum at 26.9. Uh, number seven, Zach Levine at 26.9 as well. Yeah, monster. Uh number six is a is Kyrie Irving. He's at 27.1 points per game. Don't do that, Trey. Don't do that, Trey. He done missed missed the last seven games, though. That's so. How many? What's that average is out of like eight games, bro? Get out of here. (laughs) Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, his game. His games played at seven. Yeah, bro. Um, Dame Lillard is number five. 
You said Dame. Yes. Keep going, cool. Keep going. Yeah. So Dame Lillard, Dame Lillard is number uh, five with twenty seven point six. Mm. Number four is Luca. He's at mm. 28.3. Uh, number three is Steph Curry at 28.4 points per game. Oh, okay. Number, number two, two is K- KD. He's right at 30.7 points per game. And then number one is Bradley Bill at 34.9 points per game. Bro, all that sounds good. You know, it. I didn't hear somebody on that list, though. Did Larry? Did, did did you hear Brandon Ingram on that list? <laughs> it it didn't say go to Google or wherever and look up stats and see who the better scorer is. The top ones. It say who you feel like are great scorers in this league today. Okay, so can, can we all a, that is a good point. Can so, we all can we all agree that KD is the best scorer? Right. Yes, I agree with that. I agree with that. He can do. He can score anywhere. It don't matter. I I agree with that. And, and just to, uh, go ahead. I go guess. ahead, Trey. I guess, yeah. Nah, yeah. <laughs> yes. I guess. I guess. Um, and Brandon Ingram yeah. is on the list, though. Just, just to clarify, he's number twenty-one. Um, at twenty-three point <laughs> twenty-one, twenty-one. <laughs> at at twenty-three point three points. But I mean, you got to think. I guess it, you can't really extract it like that. But that's only seven points from. Been at the top, so that, you know He's what? That's where out of curiosity, where does uh, where does all the stars from LA fall in that list? And uh, like both the, Cl- the Clippers and the Lakers, so like AD, Kawhi, Paul George, yeah. are they under so, that 21? So Paul George is 16, uh, Kawhi Leonard is 18, LeBron is 19. That's not bad. I don't see nobody else. Brandon, oh, hey, Brandon, Anthony, Lamar, Davis. Fast first, Anthony Davis is 34. Okay, yeah, Anthony Davis, he been he not had some low scoring games this year. Yeah, and it only goes to the matters top they 50. win though. That's all that matters. Yeah, it's uh, best record in the league. But I would I would say Dominique, the only I was I was going back and forth with with Curry because like you talk about saying KD like the best score. It's it's like the unstoppable aspect of it like he can just raise up and shoot whenever he want like mid-range but i i'll i'll equate that to if curry cross half court like yeah. he might he might can launch that joint. yeah yeah i agree but but katie i'll say yeah katie is more consistent because he did uh curry did have that one one for ten game this year so that that that, that messed him up right there yeah so I think a lot of y'all decision making definitely went into style of play. So let's kind of talk about um, kind of what your personal style of play is as a as a as a player. I mean, your leisure time as well as what do you prefer to watch when looking at the game? What you which what, what you mean as far as the second part? Like so what we, so yeah so like how do you play personally? And then when you're watching the game, like if you was going to create your player on two K. How would you want him to play, and kind of what style would you prefer? Uh, I'll I'll go. Um, first off, I was above the rim. I used to try to touch the top of the backboard. <laughs> Sight, no, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I was. I'm. I'm definitely a spot up shooter, bro. Um, that's. I, that's. I run to the three point line. I want to fire that joint. That's it. And it's funny because on. Um, like if I was like when I create my player on 2K, complete opposite. Mm-hmm. I don't like I want you to strap up to play defense and I want you to be athletic. You know what I'm saying? But um 
So that's what, and then like when I'm just watching too, uh, it is, it's, it's still like the shooter in me to kind of watch how people are moving off the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, most people, you'll, you'll watch the point guard bring the ball up and stuff. I'm looking at everybody else too, you know what I'm saying? And seeing what shooters are doing, how they're getting open and how they get into their spots. You can go there. You can go. Hey, oh, yeah, uh, me. I was, a, I was a spot up shooter too. I mean, but I mean, I did a lot more. Not a lot more, but a little more. I ain't settle for the shot all the time. Cause like we all have our, we shooters, we have our off days, off games or whatnot. So if my shot not working, I'm driving. And I ain't gonna lie, I probably should have kicked more. Cause me, I, I used to do some stupid stuff until I got better. Uh, driving to five people, might get the bucket, might not, you know, most most of the time I got it. But uh, but that's the type of that's the type of uh, game that I like to see as far as uh, NBA aspect. That's that's what I like. What do you what do you kind yeah, of that's what excites me? That's why I'm more drawn to it. That's why early in my I feel like that's what Brandon Ingram does. But go with Brandon Ingram. It's all full circle. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the. I mean we like. Of course, as hoopers, we like everything we see in basketball. We like the dunks. We like the passes. We like the shots. We like all of that. We like the uh, plays, We everything, the defensive plays. We like all of that. But uh, we have certain things that we're more drawn to instead of being drawn to everything. We have more specific things that we like. But that's what I like. That's what I do. I think uh, Dominique, you'll be you'll be able to give a, a new perspective on what it's like to watch the game from the bench. Yeah. I was the complete opposite of what you guys <laughs> did. I was not a shooter. Uh, I have no shame in saying it. Uh, but I mean, I could. I, first of all, I was a great defender. Um, defend always defended the best player on the court. Am I right or wrong? Okay, I mean, uh, that was your assignment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also. Defended is a different word. Defender. I said defended was a different. That's a different story. But that was your your assignment was the best person on the floor for yeah. sure. Um, after that, uh, my post up game was pretty strong. Slashing game was strong. I get to run whenever I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I like to watch, like I I can give you a player I love to watch. I love to watch somebody like Marcus Smart. He plays great defense. Uh, he gets his teammates involved. Uh, off the pick and roll. And he just plays hard. That was my biggest thing. I think I just play really hard. That's why I stay on the floor. I just play harder than most people. So, I mean, that's me and what I love to watch. What about, what about you, Cool? Um, for me, I'm, I'm I'm a big boy. So, you know where I was at on the court. You know so I was just out there hustling, trying to get as many rebounds as I can when these jokers miss, man. That's all I was – I was trying to clean up when I could. Chokers you know what I'm saying? I won't. I, I don't miss. Yeah, coach, mm-hmm. coach, I ain't gonna lie. Coach, he'll be back. I ain't never get the face up to the basket and go to work, man. So, you know what I'm saying? I just run uh, to the block. You saying there was oh. never there was never a play called for you to get the ball on the block? That's no, not re- not really. It was kind of like based on where it won't no play for me. It was <laughs> it was a rotation. We swing it, swing it. You know what I'm saying? You get on the block. Y'all know how it is. Cross the paint. Every now and then, but most of the time, y'all used to shoot it. If we're gonna be, I don't honest. know if you joking or not, but I agree with you. I think Coach did hold you back. 
Bruh, he, my personal he, opinion. Bro, I yeah. could have been, I could have been better, man. I mean, but you look at like, all right, on a, like, be honest, on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate ten being the best and like effort and stuff? How would you rate your rim running, like off off My misses, rim, rim running. running, like going end to end? Yeah, like From defense in, to offense, run. Did you run your hardest? Get out of here, y'all know. Come on now, first off. <laughs> I hustle, son. Look, I was we we kind of talked our first episode about all the seniors and stuff our junior year. I started a lot of games senior year just because I outworked yeah. everybody. So I mean, I work hard. I just want naturally tall or naturally skilled. Um, like so, I ain't even gonna front like I was out there killing on people. But, but, um, but I was, was higher than other ones, other people. That, that's true. Position, that's true. So I mean, that's why you was outworking them physically and mentally. So I mean, we didn't really tell the audience. Like we just told the audience what we what we did. What position did y'all play? Yeah, so I usually played play center most of the time or power forward, depending on which year it was. I was like a two or three. I played two and three, two, mostly two. Yeah, I played a three and a four. Then coach tried to move me to the one <laughs> at one point in time before we got Miles, and that was uh. That was pretty fun. I was yeah. in the concession stand. <laughs> you was doing the uh, no, what you were saying the other other episode on the, on the clock. I was I, that was that was at practices though, man. Yeah, but um, no, nah. yeah, that was I was in the concession stand when we was at home eating all the snacks, getting the well, snacks. I, Trey, mama hooking me up with the snacks, man. Fact, shout you out. You remember that mom. one time at homecoming when you ran <laughs> on the court? I do remember that. I know. <laughs> who were we playing? What was it, Weldon? Nah, it wasn't Weldon. It was I don't know who it was. It was it like was, homecoming. Uh, it was um one of them one of them charters other charter schools. God, I can't think of the name. And I never forget because this nigga, um, this guy Dominique was um got into it one of dudes on the court, and I saw somebody run on the court, so I ran up on the court. They kicked me out the gym. They told me they told me I couldn't come back, but I I just came back one day and just sat down. (laughs) Hoodlums, man. Well, Nick, all right. So, what would you Mm. say then, like Nick? If you obviously like you didn't play like when we played, what would you? What's your favorite like aspect of the of the game? Like when you see a player, like what's your favorite skill set in basketball? Then I tell you right now, um, I love somebody who plays the perimeter, can't go in for the drive, but it's the person with the handles, man. Like Kyrie is one of the players, and he's that guy that just got them crazy handles. It's like he got that ball on the string, and you just can't take it away. And I'm not the tallest guy. I'm five ten, five eleven. So when I see somebody who's a undersized, like a guard, that's I me. Mean, that's kind of what I look like. Like if I could translate their skills to me, what could I do? You know what I mean? So I look up to that more than somebody who's six eight, you know, seven foot. I mean, like yeah, I think that's cool to see, but. Bro, I'm never gonna be that tall. Ain't that wild? Do you you think you think Steph Curry is small? He's a smaller guy, but he's you know what is he like? He's how tall is he? He's six, six four. Six four. Ain't that wild? Yeah. <laughs> it don't seem like it, but he is that tall. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to even like to even equate to you, you have to go to like Kimball Walker. Yeah. 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 Or Isaiah Thomas. Maybe <laughs> like five nine, but yeah. Yeah. Or or what or y'all. Earl Let's do Boykins. throwback. Yeah, Earl Boykins. That's exactly what I was about to say, Larry. That's a throwback <laughs> right there. Yeah, because I'm, you know, 
Because, like, what? How, how tall is everybody? Oh, I'm like six, five, eleven, six feet. Yeah, I'm like six and a half inches. I'm like six nine, six. Nine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. Stop the cap right now, Trey. Pure shooter. Stop the cap. Nah, I'm six two. The last time I went to the doctor. Are you? Are you, are you yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Were you, Larry? I got. I got my. I don't know what my license is. I got. I'm on six one. <clears throat> yeah, bro. I'm five ten, five eleven. So, hey, some big, some big boys. Pause. I'm yeah. two fifty though. Hey, shout out to. See, I'm not putting that out there. I would not disclose my weight. Shout out to muscle mass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, but yeah, we two, doing two, we doing two, body two, measurements. Two. Everybody, stand up right now. We about to do body measurements. <laughs> I can't. I ain't gonna stand up right now. <laughs> hey, man, move on, man. Move on, man. We going on a tangent, man. Everybody, everybody don't got on pants, huh? Oh, <laughs> so that's what. That's the real reason. Home, hey, I'm gonna tell y'all. I came home. I rushed into the shower. I threw this shirt on, man. And that's it. No, 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 no. I got bottoms on, bro. Chill, chill. Sorry, we know how so, go. <laughs> so, but hopefully, though, we we definitely we haven't really talked about this, y'all. So I might be surprising the fellas, but we hoping I'm hoping one day we can actually shoot an episode in the gym. You can kind of see us on the court, interact, maybe even get some open gym mm-hmm. action if the pandemic can slow down. I'm um, eventually, um, but man, we're gonna take don't a, nobody a, don't nobody want to watch geriatric basketball, man. <laughs> hey, <laughs> man, we all getting up the. It's like, no, I'm joking. I'm down for that. Yeah, I think it. I think it'll be a good time. Um, but we're gonna take a quick break. We got a new segment coming up called Start Bench and Cut, and we'll be back with that in just a second. All right, everybody, welcome back to the In the Bonus Podcast. Uh, we're gonna do a new segment called Start Bench Cut. Uh, Start Bench Cut. Bench Cut is uh, when you come up with three players. Uh, you're gonna decide who you want to start, bench, or cut. So this week is on me. Uh, my three players is John ja Morant, Jan Fox. And Trey Young. Mm. So, uh, cool. You can go first this time. Who you think? Oh, that's tough. That's tough. I think, mm, I think I'm gonna have to start John Morant. I'm a I'm a bitch, De'Aaron Fox, and I'm a cut Trey Young. And the reason I say this is because. Just my style of play, man. I don't, I don't like, I don't like point guards that shoot first. Never <laughs> liked it. I ain't like when we played back in the day. Don't like it now. So, if I was a coach, I mean, I would. It wouldn't do me no good because that ain't how I would coach my team. So that's what I would do. What you think, Nick? Um, that's actually funny. That's my same. Um, I like the way John Morant plays. Good all around player. Athletic as hell. Um, De'Aaron Fox, I haven't honestly haven't been paying attention to him to be honest. So I'll just say bench him and Trey Young because he allowed uh, a rookie to get up like that on him. Uh, Mello, yes, I said Mello, not love Mello. Mello, like you've been in this league, bro, and you let him and let him get them stats on you like that. So cut him. What you think, Larry? We'll talk about that when we're done with this. But uh, I would definitely start Ja, Mitch, De'Aaron, and uh, Cut Trey. 
But I'm like, cool. I don't like point guards who, who I mean, it's, it's nice and all. He get buckets. Don't get me wrong. He get his team involved sometimes. But if it was consistent, he would definitely be my my starter in this look this three man lineup. He'll definitely be my starter. But as of now, like, no, I, don't, I ain't, ain't cool with that because Trey Young has lived by the three, but he also have died by the three. Mm. When he was down by the three. If he had other aspects of his game that was better, he would have been doing all right. If he was passing more, getting his team involved more, that would have compensated for him killing himself by the three-point line. So, hey, shout out to Trey on the solid steel. What you think, Trey? <clears throat> um, so I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start De'Aaron Fox. Just because it's size, I feel like the other two are, are really undersized, you know. So I would I would start De'Aaron, but y'all disrespectful to Trey Young. I'm I'm benching him, and I hate I love y'all, bro. But y'all not for the reason because he shoot, bro. But I feel like Trey Young is probably the best passer out of them three. It's it might be a toss, but he I feel like he the best passer. And then you know, Ja got all that athleticism, and I feel like he's still gonna be a stud like for years to come, all star, all that. But I just don't want all that wildness right now. He, he might get hurt. I, if you can get if you can get buckets from thirty four feet out, do that. I'd rather you shoot from there than hurt yourself driving to the rim. You want that longevity for sure. All right, so, and I mean. Uh, my fault. Go ahead. You still talking? My fault. Nah, you go ahead. I was just gonna say, after this, because it's playmaking, bro. Like, like Trey Young has had multiple double-digit assist games too. So, I mean, it might be because because they not playing nobody, but you know, we'll see this year too. Just because he got a a better squad this year, and and he learning from Rondo. So, yeah, true that. This is gonna kind of go into the next segment, but for me doing research uh, on just like traditional point guards, things like that. It kind of made me change my mind, and I'm going to actually pick Trey Young to start, even though I love John Morant. I'm going to bench John Morant, and I'm going to cut Fox. And our next our next Ooh. segment, we're, we're going to talk about can a traditional point guard actually win. And uh, I want you guys to actually think about the last traditional point guard to win. So, like, a traditional point guard to be, like, Chris Paul or, like, John Stockton, or right. I guess like Jason Kidd, or let me see. Today it'd probably Steve be somebody. Like, yeah, somebody. I guess today somebody would be like Lonzo. So when the last traditional point guard that you could think of actually won? For me, it was like Jason Kidd with the Mavs, but he wasn't even the number one player on the team. So the question is, can a traditional point guard mm-hmm. win a championship? I mean, what about Steph Curry? He's not. Steph is a shoot. So. First. So most people think of a traditional point guard as like a pass first point guard. Like you remember we had Miles on our team back in the day. He's kind of like a traditional point guard. You think of like Jay, I think Jay was more of a scorer in my opinion. So like I mean and so so you saying the last one to win a, a actual championship? Or yeah, like, like, like no 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 success. like as like as like a as like a number one or number two on the team. I can't think of one. Magic Johnson. Yeah, Magic Johnson is the last one. Uh, so, that's, that's how far back I got to think. Yeah, that's what I had. I, I and Magic, Johnson, that, and Magic that, Johnson really yeah. isn't a true point guard because he played every position. 
So the question but he, is, I mean, he was a true point guard though. Like he didn't want to shoot. He didn't want yeah. to shoot. No matter what position he played, like and defended, he he was playmaking for everybody else. I mean, I can understand that. So the question is, can a traditional point guard win a championship? I don't so y'all don't so. think it's Rondo. He wasn't allowed. I feel like he nah, because he was the he was guard. the fourth. He was the fourth. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, team. I I feel yeah. you on that too. He talking uh, about he talking about like, like as as like a number like as a number one number two player. Yeah, he's saying the last person to win as a number one or two option. Yeah, yeah. but I any. mean, could you? I but mean, I mean how you, they how, if they pass in first? How are they going to be a number one option? That's a good question. But that's you, think, you think of you think of the New Jersey Nets with Jason Kidd and who was the number one player? Jason Kidd, correct? Or you think of uh, the Clippers when they had Chris Paul, who's the number one option? Chris Paul. I mean, I would think he's the number one of the team, in my opinion. Well, well, then I mean, well, to answer the question, like, just no, because that them being the number one option, you know, you still when you when you not shooting and you trying to play make, I feel like you in, at least need like another all star caliber player beside you. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a wing player or a big man, right? Because Chris Paul definitely had. Um, why am I his name? Blake Griffin. Yeah, Blake Griffin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Blake Griffin. I mean, when he was, yeah. I mean, he had Harden. I mean, even though Harden was the number one option, but he was number two on that team. And they, I feel like they could have, they could have went to the championship. I mean, they had a chance to win, but Chris Paul was hurt in that game seven, I think. So yeah, they were too small. Oh, that playing small <laughs> actually helped, though. That playing small actually so helped him out. So no, I, I think the traditional point guard is out. I feel like your 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 point guard has to live be a whole lot more dynamic if they want to be that number one or number two spot. I agree. After 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 doing so much research on it and looking back, you, you kind of have to be a scorer, which makes me feel like what coaches teach us is wrong. <laughs> like you should be as aggressive as you can at that position. Like you know how like. You see coaches, as they look at the point guard and say, you need to pass more. But I feel like the point guard need to be more aggressive to get his teammates open. And like they put a limit on the their play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you feel like besides they, Lonzo, score first? Think, is any other traditional uh, point guards out there? Currently, today? right now? Chauncey. Who? He's talking about like, current, like currently, current, though. Current. I mean, honestly, I think uh, – so I think Lonzo and LaMelo both – Pass first point guards. Melo can score, but he definitely wants to pass the ball for first. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but I can't think of many pass first point guards. I mean, of course, Chris Paul, but I mean, Chris Paul is older. But like people that are like coming up these days, I mean, I I kind of think Ja likes to pass first, but he's just so dynamic that people look past his passing. So I don't know. Yeah. Okay. What about Kyle Lowry? <clears throat> I, don't, I don't even know what position Kyle Lowry plays. <laughs> to be honest, I know, he, dog, I, know he a, I know he a point guard, but bro, he just—it's weird. He's it's not weird. a passer. I'm not about to disrespect him and act like he shouldn't be in the NBA, but like it just seems like he shouldn't be in the NBA. Mm. Like for everything, like from build to like skill set, it's just weird, is it not? Like he's—he's he's not the most athletic person. But he don't like. It's just weird. He he's a good leader. I'll say that he has like good leadership skills. But I don't, I don't, I don't see it. 
I look so at him as I look at, no, go ahead. I look at him as like a a Pat Beverly on steroids that can shoot a lot better off the dribble. Like he's a little gnat. Like you seen him in that all-star game, the last all-star game, he was just like just aggravating a pest on defense. Mm. But he's not a he's not a traditional punk. He's not a pass first punk. I don't know. He does come some of everything. He's just a he's a good leader though. I would give him that. So I don't, I don't really know if he's a pass first point guard. True, true. I like. I feel uh, like he's defensive minded as a point guard. Like he's, he's definitely like defensive minded. Yeah, he's he defense first. Yeah, so he's not traditional either. What are you gonna say, cool? No, I was just gonna say so. Like Tony Parker, would that be a good example of somebody? Yeah. That's pass first. Yes. Because I mean, think, you know, Obley and Duncan was getting all the buckets. <sighs> Uh, me personally, I don't think he's the pass first point guard, but I mean, that's just me. I felt like he was trying to get a bucket first. I don't, I don't remember Tony Parker leading the league in assists any time in his career. He probably averaged maybe six or seven assists at the most. Ginobili passed the ball better than Tony Parker. I thought we were talking about current though. I mean, we were, but he just brought Tony Parker. No, I up. just asked. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So let's let's shift to the next. The next topic, um, are there any teams currently in the league that su- that has surprised you guys, whether that's they've overperformed or um, been underwhelming as far as performance? Has any team really caught you guys by surprise? For me personally, I feel like the Knicks have been doing their thing this year. Uh, R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle have been balling out of their mind. I call them the left-handed assassins. They both left-handed. Mitchell Robinson been controlling the paint, so uh, they've been playing pretty well. Um, I think they they're above five hundred. Uh, it's been a, I feel like that's it's been a while since we've seen the Knicks be above five hundred. So they made the playoffs. That's a big deal for them. So okay, they overachieving for me. But then like the team that's underachieving for me is the Raptors. Like the Raptors normally normally be in the top four seeds. This year I think they're probably like number twelve in the East. I don't know what's going on with Siakam or Larry or Van Fleet, but they're playing terrible this year. Their defense aren't, isn't looking good. Uh, so that's my two teams that I have. I'll probably say Charlotte. Charlotte been, like, finally looking like they have life. And I probably – I can credit that to, to LaMelo too. But you just, like, watching them – they look like they're having fun playing basketball right now. Um, all the highlights, uh, Bridges, Bridges, and of course, LaMelo playing well. Uh, PJ Washington out here getting double doubles like he should. Um, Devontae so, Graham, solid. Graham, Graham picking up where he left off last year. So I feel like they, it's, 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 you know, before like Charlotte was could be considered like a joke, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, if I'm going to Charlotte, like I'm going there for the check, we're going to lose every game anyway. But this, they, they seem like they enjoy, they enjoy playing this season. So I say that's, that's been my biggest surprise probably. Larry, what you well, think? I, I mean, I agree with Trey. Like Charlotte, I ain't think that was, like you said, joke every year. But this year, like, it's different. And I do – I credit it to Melo as well. Like, it's feel, I feel like 
every the whole team is playing better. Like I don't know, I don't know what it is, but like he gets in there and he gets a lot of people involved. Like that's why his assists be like through the roof for the most part. Like he it's easy for him to get people involved for some reason. I don't, I don't know what he does. Like this way different, but he's doing it. <laughs> but yeah, but the team that I would expect to be doing more. I feel like I feel like Boston can do more. I feel like they're doing okay, but I feel like they can do more. Where are they sitting at right now? Though? Ain't they number one seed in the, in the East. East? Yeah, two. Oh yeah, and well, and then I mean, but you got to think about they. I I think like three of their games got postponed too because of COVID. So. They ain't even been able to like catch no real rhythm, but they still up at number two. So I think the Celtics yeah. gonna be fine. You know me, you know how I feel like it's gonna be Boston in in the Nets. Like who's gonna be the the ones to beat in the East anyway? So. Yeah, I just want to mention Boston somebody on Charlotte. You guys didn't uh, mention uh, Gordon Hayward has been a big acquisition as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he ain't playing well enough as much as he got paid. He, I mean, yeah, he got a big check. I mean, but you got to pay to get somebody to Charlotte. But um, he's definitely played a big role in their success as well. But he he just came back not too long ago, right? Did he miss the first couple games? Uh, not to my knowledge. I mean, maybe he did. But uh, I, I seen him when I look at his stats, he be balling. Well, he did. another person that has a problem staying healthy. Yeah. So I, I know we kind of talked about some teams that are underwhelming and underperforming. What are your thoughts? And I, I'm not really up to date on it, but like, what are your thoughts on the Heat? I know they're currently 12 in the East, but they just came from the finals. Um, was last year just a one-time thing, or or is their their little run over? <sighs> it's tough. It's, it, being that it's my team, uh, I have I honestly haven't watched a lot of Miami this year, but um. Like I think they lost a lot of defensive players. Uh, that's one big issue. Like I think Derrick Jones Jr. was a big, def- great defender. I felt like Jay Crowder was a great defender. And uh, I mean, I think that's part of it. Um, I feel like they'll get back on their feet, though. I, I honestly don't know what's going on with that organization right now. But it's Miami, so they'll find a way. They just All don't right. look the same. They don't look the same, bro. I don't. I don't know. I I read some like article about you know Bam going off on on people like they effort on defense and stuff too, like you were saying. So I don't know, man. Jimmy, you know Jimmy be talking that talk though, so he, he gonna have to walk it again if they don't make yeah. it to the finals. It's bust for them. They didn't set the bar too high. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and then so last thing for the day. Who do you guys got going to the finals this year? What's your prediction? Lakers. Lakers Lakers versus who? Nets. Lakers versus Nets. Larry, what you got, Dominique? I'm actually going to go. This might surprise people. I'm going to go Lakers, Sixers. Ooh. Okay, Lakers, I, I think Ben Simmons is gonna with Doc Rivers and B. I think they're gonna make some noise this season. Okay, what about you, Nick? Uh, they win that last game. What game? The Sixers. Sixers? Yeah. I think they did. Yeah, they I didn't did. Finish watching it. Okay. Um, of course, I think the Lakers are gonna go to the finals. I just think the talent is there. I think the excellence is there. 
I think they have prolific scores, excellent defenders. Okay. <laughs> they have a a wonderful roster. They got people coming off the bench that'll drop a bucket on you. Deep. They deep, man. And I'm going to say the Nets, like, you know, I'm going to agree with Larry. I think the Nets right. are going to go because, one, as y'all know, I love Kyrie, bro. Like, okay. even though he went to Duke. But, two, they got KD and they got Harden. KD got championship in his blood. Harden's hungry. They, re- I mean, I feel like they are going to be able to cohese and bring it out of them. I honestly do. I think they might be able to get it to the end. Now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, yeah, it's going to be those two. All right, who you got, Trey? I got the Lakers and the Seas in the finals. Uh, uh, old tradition. It's only right that the Lakers are going to beat the um, the all-time championship record against the, the team they're tied with in the finals this year. It's Celtics. Mm. The yeah, Celtics I- are going to beat the Nets in the Eastern Conference finals in seven games. Time <laughs> stop that, y'all. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I feel like the Nets are going to come in too overconfident, man. Uh, Rely like on the like like the Clipper, like the Clippers did against Denver. Like I feel like they expect to be given to them. I think it's not going to be as easy as they they expect. That's why I picked the Sixers. But I mean, I, I feel like I, the seeds. I feel like the seeds are disappointed in what happened last year with Miami. So I don't think their focus will will be a problem this year in this playoffs. You don't think James Harden is hungry enough to step it up after all this smack that's been talked about him? You don't think that they're, you know, Kyrie isn't going to want to show up and prove out? I don't think they play defense. Not Kyrie, but yeah, like the KD and Harden are going to show up, but that's not going to be good enough. I don't think. All right, so only time is going to tell. We're going to keep keep an eye on it. Um, but we thank you guys for tuning in again for another episode of In The Bonus Podcast. Make sure you get on Apple Podcasts and give us five stars and subscribe. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Um, follow us all personally. Let's give out our personal info real quick. Um, let's start with you, Larry. Let the people know where they can find you. Y'all can find me on IG, King Conscious. And that's Right. All right. What about you, Nick? Um, y'all can find me on IG at Nick the Neighbor. Um, I don't really get on Twitter, so y'all ain't got to worry about that. Maybe next right. time. Domo, right, you can find me on IG at Dominique.Hayes. That sounds so smooth, bro. You can find me on IG at <laughs> East Trey Official. Yeah, and I'm on, I'm on IG as well at Daryl Devon. Um, but again, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, and we look forward to talking to you next time. Peace. This podcast is brought to you by Optical Illusions Photography and Media. Let us capture your best moments in the perfect way.